Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts, Falcon, joined as always by the Basky Hoops himself, Condor. How are you doing, Condor? There's a lot of blinking and staring. Uh, Condor, you monkey, what you doing? Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. Hello, hello everybody. Oh, wow. My name is Condor. Welcome to the Bird Brothers podcast. I'm so sorry. I was too busy looking at my complete Pokedex and Pokemon Legends Arceus. That's right. Completed the game 120 hours. You know, I'm just so awesome. Pretty big gamer over here. You know what I say? I love it. So happy with my progress. Love the game. I totally recommend. Now I can move on to playing Yu-Gi-Oh! again. Yeah. That's right. You know, get on that master duel train. Get I good. did. I did yesterday. I'm I don't the know one if you needs saw. to get good, actually. I don't know uh, if you yeah. saw, but yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday when I was playing the game, I had someone. Uh, I was fighting someone. I used my Ludo lights, and obviously, someone attacked me and lost. I guess they just realized they couldn't win, so they just attacked my big monster, and then they lost all their life points and lost. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you get double Leo dancered. Oh, oh my god! So yeah, as someone who plays boxers, I've noticed that. They're so out of date, so people don't know anything. So I had Nova Kaiser on my field one day, and then I had a lead yoke, and they totally got rid of Nova Kaiser. I was like, <laughs> you idiot, you got rid of the wrong monster. And then I beat them because lead yoke is the best. Um, but yeah, you know, it's crazy. Um, yeah, well, hey, you know, they have that XYZ event coming up, and Battle of the Boxers are XYZ, so there you go. Uh, yeah, I want to I wanna tweak my boxer. To, oh, my two decks I have, because the other one I run is, uh, uh, I almost said Zootopia, but that's not right, uh, Zodiacs. Uh, and they're both ex- they're both Xyz decks, so I can just run the two decks I already have. So I'm not building about a that. Raid Raptor deck for that, so it'll be fun. Ooh, I just love Raid Raptors. Our- are I, fun. Love- I have Luna Lights. I'm building a Speed Roy deck, and I'm building a Raid Raptor deck. So I'm j- I'm just a- I'm just an Arc Five stand. That's all. I could totally build a Shivers deck if his cards actually existed. Uh no. I want to build. I also want to build a. Uh, I know you watched. Didn't you watch the be- you watched the beginning of Arc Five, right? Didn't you? Uh, I think I stopped at the second arc. Uh, when we started uh, having the remember, other, like, Yuma, you whatever his name is. You remember people. Sora, right? You remember Sora? Yeah, yeah, the Fluffles. I want to build his deck. I like the Fluffles. They're cool. Our our friend Kaizen likes the Fluffles a lot. I, I just really like, I just really, I just like fusion decks the most. I think they're just the most fun. Gotcha. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! all day. No, we watched a no. movie this week. And we did watch fun. a movie this week, and it was Falcon's recommendation. Yes, with Condor yeah. heavily influenced, but I also agreed. So I was like, I will let you influence me this week, Condor. It is okay. But yes, we watched. Well, te- technically, you said after a month we would watch it, and it's been a month. I remember you said I that. I said maybe a month. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh. What we watched was Kuroko's Basketball Last Game. Last uh, game! The final bit of Kuroko Media. It will probably never come back up on the channel again because, or podcast, I guess. We're not really a channel. Uh, but yeah, because it, this is it. This is all of it, you know? It, th- That's right. This, this, is, the this final is the last thing. game, Con. We have to take him off the banner. Take him off the banner. Take him off. No, take no, no, no. He stays on the banner. Kuroko is uh, great. I mean, okay. eventually, when we've done all four banner shows, of which we've only done like one and a half, uh, you know, yeah, but this is first banner show completely completed. Wow, uh, the banner show crazy. we've talked on is season one of ReZero, so uh, we still got to do season two of that. And the reason why I haven't done Ruby is because I'm not I'm sure, I'm sure how we should watch it. <laughs> yeah, Ruby is like, do we want to just do each volume as like a movie, or do we want to do like we're doing the Beacon arc and then we're doing the Wandering arc, is what I call it. I don't know what it's actually. I call it, I like to call it the Mistral arc. 
I mean, that's probably and a better. That, and then the it. Atlas arc. I don't, yeah. know. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, who knows? We'll have to figure that out. And then we've got Clonad, which would just be season one and season two on different which episodes. I, I'm waiting for you on that. I've never watched Clonad. Such a good one. Uh, I like it a lot. Maybe that's um, your next pick for two weeks from now. Um, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's some other I shows I want to watch. Pick. I already got my pick for this week, so get ready. It's a good one, I hope. Okay. But okay. yes, so let me tell you the premise of Kuroko's Basketball Last Game. Yes, uh, please, uh, please inform me and my weak, yes. feeble mind so I know I can remember what I watched two days ago. <laughs> I watched it last night. Uh, I had fresh work. Fresh my mind. Um, but yeah, um, so, uh, also just a heads up, we're going to be doing this a little bit different than our normal formula. We feel movies are weird to put in there, so we're kind of winging it a little bit, uh, but maybe we'll have some kind of cool more back and forth and make it a little more interesting. Who knows? I, I, we'll I just want to disclaimer this right now. Uh, we're probably going to talk about spoilers for this movie because yes, honestly, it's the, it's like the final part of the whole series. You really don't need to watch this movie to get any closure. Like the, I think the no. final season had a lot of closure to it. And this was kind of just like a, a little fan like thing. So uh, just to claim there's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't watched the movie, stop watching this right now, go watch the movie. It's on Netflix. You can watch it dubbed or Only an hour and a half in length. I think it's also on Crunchyroll because uh, the wiki has said this one on Crunchyroll ever since 2018. So I don't know if that's Maybe. true or not. I know when it first came out, I don't think it was on there. Because I think I remember when it first came out, I couldn't find it anywhere. But yeah, it may have got out of there later, and I just overlooked it. Oh, um, I'm going to yeah. look that up right uh, now. Netflix has the sub and the dub, so if you already have a Netflix account, uh, just go watch it. Oh, it's, it's on it's on Crunchyroll. Okay. By the way, so, just want to say, oh my god, real quick before we get into this. Oh my god, I'm mm-hmm. so pissed. I told Falcon about this literally after we uploaded our Comey episode. Literally the day we upload our Comey episode, they released the dub on Netflix for Comey mm-hmm. Can't Communicate. So now you can watch it dubbed, and I'm so upset because I really wanted to, to see how they would do the show dubbed. So yeah. I, I still like the sub, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I was just kind of I, – I mean, I guess it gives me a, cha- a reason to go back and watch it again for when season two comes out. So, right. But I'm just like, ah, we have – only we delayed it one more week. Mm-hmm. Ah, right. okay, okay. I just, I just, it's timing is fun. All right. That's all I wanted yep. to say about that. All right. <laughs> so let's t- talk about the premise of last game here. So it's after the winter cup, all third years have graduated. They're no longer parts of their team. Uh, but uh, the second years and first years are still there plugging along. Everyone pretty much looks the same except Mitarima, whose hair is now swooped to the side as opposed to just like all down. On, on they all forehead. look a little different. They all look more grown. You could tell by their hair; they all look a little more grown up. Yeah, like uh, their hair is like a couple, like uh, Marisa Kabara's hair. I think is a little bit shorter. It's still long, but it's not as long. Uh, Midorima styles it differently. But yeah, the rest, like their eyes, might be a little bit smaller to make them look older. Very minor differences. It's only been a few months, really. Uh, we don't know the exact time frame, but we know it's during their second year. Um, and the third years have graduated. But besides that, we just know sometime during their second year, shortly after the Winter Cup, I believe is what they actually say the length is on the like, su- summary. Um, but yeah, there uh, is a big street basketball game that's being played between a team from America that's known to be just a great streetball team called Team Jabberwock and a team called Team Starkey, which is all the graduating third-year captains from the generation of miracle teams. And that is why the name is Starkey. It is the first initial of their teams. 
So you've got Saren, Toho, uh, Rakuzan, Kaijo, and Yosen. Um, I didn't catch up on that till now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're all the captains. So there are they were all out and they play. And uh, they're supposed to just have one of America's best teams against, you know, one of the best streetball teams of Japan. And uh, they get bodied. And this like is where I have an like issue with the movie. Points. They got six points and it was 86 to six. And I get that like Jabberwock is supposed to be like at the Generation of Miracles level. And some of them are then better than the Generation of Miracles. But like these guys were the best people on their team besides the Generation of Miracle players. Well, to be fair, so, like, to be fair they, to that part, yeah. you know, it's kind of like it's streetball. So maybe they're just not used to how streetball is because we never really see like these guys, the captains playing streetball. So maybe it's like a culture difference. Also, uh, I just want maybe. to say these freaking Jabberwock people, they do not look 18 years old. They look like they're no, they look like they're in their thirties. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm calling BS on that part. They're totally not even at the weakest at 18, the, the movie says 18, they're not. I've seen yeah, 18 year olds. They're not 18. Only That's like just an exaggeration. Two years older than like <laughs> Japanese the rest of mindset of what an 18 year old American looks like. It's just big seven foot giant of a man. I mean, to be fair, a lot of complaints about Kuroko is that the main characters don't look like high schoolers. They look like adults. Yeah, um, that's the thing I feel we like... Kuroko. And then the movie, the movie shows these Americans who look nothing, and they yeah. actually make Kuroko and all their friends look like actual high schoolers. Yeah, like it's, I think they did that just to like fix the issue of like, oh no, these guys are actual adults, but they're also only two years older than like Kuroko and them at this point. So it's not like they're, you know... 25 but have been playing in the nba for years and are like you know but yeah it was it was weird uh but i didn't really think that much of it because the fact that in kuroka they've always looked older than they really should be um, yeah well, that was my very first when i first looked at them i'm like there is no way these guys are 18 yeah but like i don't i don't dis like even if they weren't used to street ball i feel like team starkey was made to play street ball uh, okay, yeah, they are a university streetball team composed of the. So yeah, they were from the university. They all ended up going. Nope, to. they didn't mention that they were. They all go to so, the yeah. same university. So yeah, yep. so they are they're like an official team of streetball. So even if they're not like super familiar with it, they're familiar with it enough to be on the streetball team and like being the regulars. Um, so you just didn't like how they like completely decimated how, Star Yeah, I, I I don't mind that they got decimated, but I feel like the point difference should have been like thirty points. I feel like it should have been like 86 to like 56 or 46 because like they literally score like three baskets and then just get shut down. And considering some of the people on the team, they've got Kasamatsu and Imiyoshi on the squad. They, they could have come up with something to have at least scored a few more points than that. Like it's well, yeah, not, it was kind of just a setup for like the big moment of the, it movie. was, it, it was, it was to set up the plot, which I, I understand. But at the same time, part of me is like, these five guys are really good and they would have been able to hold on better than that. But that's like a minor difference. It's not like it didn't ruin the movie for me. It's just something that would have been nice to have happened. Um, but yeah, the, uh, be like, all right, here's these big bad basketball guys. They're the big guys, the bad guys. This movie, but they're my fa- this fight had one of my favorite things too. If they're actually doing like street ball tricks, which they kind of stopped doing in the, oh, yeah, that the was, main game, that was, that was pretty cool. I like the elbow thing. That oh yeah, did. that's really cool. I mean, th- these guys, these Americans, are, uh, a spoiler alert, Americans are assholes. Um, yeah. These Americans, they keep calling the I Japanese mean, they monkeys. Monkey. I, and I, and I, I am a monkey. I am a Sigma yes. monkey. But the problem, mm-hmm. the problem is uh, uh, I, I hate them, but seeing them play basketball was pretty fun in the, the street ball game. I wish we got yeah. more of that. Maybe the manga shows more of that because there's obviously animated manga differences, but, you know, yeah. it's pretty cool. Um, I, I like the, I like them. I liked it. 
Yeah, they come in there and they're like making fun of all the Japanese people immediately. He's like, oh, look at these monkeys. Like, they don't all know they're going to be tough at all. Hooks, which is really funny because when Vorpo starts fighting to get them, there's literally no one cheering for the Americans. Absolutely nobody. Oh, Everyone's like, no. Go, Everyone go, was Vorpo, pissed sorry. off. Go, Vorpo, yeah, sorry. So, so after they body Team Starkey, you have Kasamatsu at the end, you know, like trying to tell them good game and giving, you know, the, the cordial <laughs> handshake, you know, out of respect and, uh, they just go off about how if these are the best people in Japan, Japan's really stupidly weak, and why do they even waste their time coming over to beat them down? And then freaking, I think it was Silver. I think it was Silver, who like spits on Kasamatsu's hand and just walks away. Yeah. And it's like, bro, what? Bro. Like, no. And we find out that uh, Ida, Rico Ida's dad is the coach of the team, and he's just like, oh, we got people who are better than them. Like, why don't you extend your stay? We'll have a rematch next week. And they're all like, why should we stay? We're just going to decimate you again. And they make like all these deals. Like, I think Rico's dad says that like, if they lose, he'll cut his gut open for him. Like, we don't care what you do, but like pretty much says they're going to win no matter what. Uh, so they get the dream team together. They get all the generation of miracles. They get Kuroko and Kagami and they get a uh, Hyuga uh wakamatsu and takao has been who players never, in case anything happens play. to the others who never play, play in the game. yeah i really kind of wish they did because i like seeing those three play a lot but also i get to where like the generation of miracles people are barely keeping up do we really think hugo's gonna keep up with these guys like no offense to hugo i love hugo he's great but there is that skill difference there um yeah they're the bench players and they're all training up because they are all pissed at what Jabberwock has said about America. Exactly. Uh, they're calling all this Japan. All calling um, the Japanese monkeys. That's not nice. No, and I, that's, I feel like, a very offensive term in Japan in general. I, I cringe um, so hard. It made yeah, me so, sad to mm -hmm. be an American at the moment. Mm -hmm. I hate uh, being but, American yeah. now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, uh, they very much... Like in a lot of games I've played, like monkeys, a term people have said to Japanese people to like offend them and stuff. So I assume that's kind of not really like a slur, but just like a very offensive term to use. Over I, there. I know we, we both watched the movie dub, so I wonder how they said it in the sub. Like, I wonder uh, if like, the, the subtitle said, said monkey on it. Uh, I watched it on Netflix with the subtitles open. So, I no, no, I, I'm just saying like how they say it in Japanese. Oh, gotcha, the, gotcha. The characters, they're obviously the movie, like the sub isn't just like Nash and Silver true. talking yeah, yeah. in American and then like the guy, everyone else yeah. talking in Japanese. Yeah. But I wonder if like the way the word was said was like in a slur type way or if it was just said normally. I'm assuming that would I'm be interesting. In a slur type way to like mm -hmm. make it more offensive to the Japanese. Yeah, and they're just like, do not care about Japan. They don't see why they're there. Um, but anyway, it's like, why did these guys even come here in the first place? They just come here. Yeah, yeah. We just really hate Japanese people. You freaking monkeys! Not worth our time. Oh, we knew we would win. Uh, yeah. Like, if it wasn't worth your time. Why did you come in the first place? Stupid. Yeah. Wasting your money. Uh, but I did like. Well, I actually want to bring tricks. that up at the end. There's actually a funny thing, apparently. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we get the, the new team together, uh, Team Vorpal Swords, named because that was the sword that beat the Jabberwock in the uh, Lewis Carroll Alice in Wonderland series. Yes, I learned uh, that too in the movie. It took it took me a while to get like get that. Cause, like For all these years I've heard, I'm like, why is one called the Jabberwock and why is one called the Vorpal Sword? And I was like, okay. Vorpal Sword is a moving persona. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a move. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so like, I just... I've read those books before. I just didn't make the connection that is like, oh yeah, this was the sword from the book that killed the Jabberwock. Afterward, I was like, yeah, that makes sense now. Um, but anyway, 
it's uh, very out there, but yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, we get like some scenes of them, you know, <laughs> training and working together and stuff, uh, which is kind of fun because it kind of shows that the generation of miracles no longer like view each other as enemies. They're more just like friends playing basketball together They're now. To being friends. Yeah, um, which is which is a lot of fun to see. Uh, but yeah, so the the oh, premise wait, now is we've set I just up this say big huge quick. game. Something mm-hmm. I want to say real quick. Uh, so there's a lot of manga to animate. There's a few manga to animate differences. I want to try to point these out while Falcon is retelling the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is apparently Rico mentioning the issue of Team Vorpal Sword teamwork, which uh, we, we did just say they're friends, but like during the movie, we did see them sort of like miscommunicating a little mm-hmm. bit. But I guess they decided not to draw it into like as a problem for the movie to waste more time. It would have been cool to see, you know, it would be cool to see yeah. like, you know, them like arguing a little bit, but then like coming together as for a greater threat. Which is, you know... Yeah, I mean, the arguing makes sense, too, because they, the majority of them did used to play on a team together. But they've also not been playing on a team together for a year, where they've had very different team play styles. So it makes sense that they would be arguing about, like, what to do and misunderstanding. They're not used to each other anymore. They have to get that familiarity And they've also kind of, like, all come into their own, in a sense, as well, compared to, like... I mean, I guess you could say they came into their own at the end, but they've kind of, like, changed a little bit by playing on different Mm -hmm. teams and being in high school and stuff. So, you know... They have a lot of different ideals. Uh, it's like the time, uh, it was like during the time when uh, Midoriyama com- commented on Kagami about like, hey, good job. And he's like, he never usually does that. What's going on? Right, right. So, you know, it's just, they've all changed a little bit too. That's not going to be mm-hmm. harder for uh, to work together on a team as well. So, or maybe, yeah. maybe it's like they're, they're like doing, like they're falling into like past methods since they all used mm-hmm. to play together. So that's a possibility yeah. as well. Uh, but yeah, so the basic premise is uh, just setting up this match for uh, to see if the Generation of Miracles can take down Team Jabberwock and win the Japanese pride back, essentially. Um, overall, Condor, did you like the setup for the movie, or did you feel like it was kind of unneeded? The setup for, like, the big the big thing? Yeah, I feel like just it was like the rushed, premise for the honest. movie. I feel like it was a little rushed, to be honest. I'm like, so this is, mm-hmm. this is like, they see, so it starts with, uh, it starts with literally, uh, I forgot how it started. I think it started. Oh, it started with Kagami and back in like middle school, back in learning in America, and then it turns oh, to yeah, Kagami. Yeah, yeah. Then it starts with Kagami here, and Kuriko's behind him with a dog, and then he gets a call, and then literally they all go to like to watch the street the street ball game between Starkey yeah. and whatever, and then it's like, you know, it just kind of happens. They lose mm-hmm. eighty six to six, and then like everything, it just feels rushed to me. I feel like I feel like we uh we didn't really get to. The anime does it obviously better, probably because it has more time to do it, but it just felt like rushed, you know? Because this is like the first 20 minutes of the game. It's 20 minutes mm-hmm. of the movie, I mean. Yeah. And it's kind of like, uh, or maybe like the first 10 minutes of the movie, more, more no, like it. No, it's 20. I, I paused it when they oh, got like, uh, okay. team of uh, Warpal Swords together, and it was like 22 minutes in, I think. Okay, so it's like the first 20 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. I just wish we had more time, because this is a basketball movie, and there was only like one big game. I wish we got more time with the with the Jabberwock and the Starkey teams, you know, like, like you said, like maybe, mm-hmm. maybe they try to do more methods, but the, the American team is just like shutting them down at every angle. That would have been cool to see, but we didn't even get to see the effort for that. We just saw, Jabberwock no, we saw like Starkey make a few baskets and then just like a couple of scenes of Jabberwock getting like really dominating scores. And just like, well, it's over 86 to six Jabberwock wait, wait, wins. It's like, what? Basically the movie just <laughs> like, saying these are going to be the big bad guys for the generation yeah, of right. and everybody to fight. So 
obviously yeah, the that's like the battle thing. was just to really make them as unlikable as possible and they succeeded in that like, um, here's, here's, what, here's how i could have done it a lot easier and you know okay. i would have been like all right here's these guys from america and they mm-hmm. want to speak they wanted to have a press conference they want to speak to everybody in Japan, and that's when Nash, the 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 blonde guy who looks so much like Kisei, who I literally thought was Kisei, in the way too much like Kisei. And and then he's like, "You all are monkeys. I hate you all. Bring your best team, or something like that, or else I will call you monkeys." I, I don't know. I just feel like they could have done it better than what they did. Yeah, personally, maybe the manga did it better. I don't know, but I don't know. Yeah, I would yeah. love to read it, but it's the only Kroko manga that's not out over here yet. Unfortunately, we have all the rest of the series, but uh, I don't know that there's any plans to get last game over here. Which Viz bring last game over here? I want to own it. I own all the rest. I want to own last game too. He does. Uh, he or extra game, game, as the manga is called. So please. Yes. But did you know, Falcon, that the apparently the an extra game, the fight between Vorpostars and Jabberwock, took place in Street Court. Yes, I did know that. Uh, I mean, that was the thing that weirded me out about this movie was it was supposed to be their street ball team. And then, like, the big final match is in, like, this, like, NBA stadium almost, like, all the flashy graphics, which was really fun for, like, the movie to see, like, Croak and all of them have these, like, you know, professional, like, basketball yeah, that animations really that they're coming cool. out and stuff. But, like, at the same time, it was like, this is How did you to be street ball. This? How did you afford and, like, this? That was my main issue with, like, the final game. Or, or the main game with Jabberwock and Vorpal Swords is that they don't do any of their street ball moves. It's like, cool, we're on like an actual court now. We're just going to play actual Ooh. basketball. Well, and I'm uh, like, to, to defend that, to defend that, I would say, I mean, you know, the first quarter of the game, you know, every, every basketball uh, game yeah. has four quarters. I think if you've gotten this far into Kuroko, you know basketball at this point. Yeah. I think the first quarter was just kind of like feel them out. And, you know, they were like, I think they said like, oh, these guys are actually kind of good. I guess we'll have to give it our all. So I True, guess they couldn't yeah. really do street ball. But I do see what you're saying. It should have been street ball, so maybe they just kind of forgot that during maybe, the big I don't know. Um, I mean, the concrete and hardwood does make the ball bounce differently too, so it could be switching up from like, uh, like court styles made a difference and how they you do stuff. Know what yeah. My complaints was with the game. It's kind of a minor one, but it kind of like helps okay. with the overall thing. We didn't really get to see the score that much in the whole game. <laughs> no, not really. And it was I, just kind of going I, up. I kind of really like that when turning the anime. So it kept me like, mm-hmm. it kept, I feel like it adds more tension. And it's just like, oh my God, they're this many points away. Oh my God. And it rarely did that during the movie. So mm-hmm. I kind of did not really like that personally. Yeah, we didn't really get it, them focusing on the score too much to like the final period, I believe. Yeah, so I that's was just so constantly like, oh, only this far behind. We can do it. Oh, oh, and, crap, and no, we're this Oh, and we didn't see the timer either. Like how long was yeah. each like quarter? And I and it's like suddenly it's like oh, there's only two minutes left in the game. I'm like, what? Two minutes? How? Right. Oh my god! I, I was just, I just, I just, I guess I didn't like it. It was paced like, very weirdly. It yeah, felt it like the first quarter was over in like five minutes, and then like the second and third took like forty, and then the last is like, oh, we're done. It's like, wait, well, hold up, what? Like it was, it was very oddly paced, but. That's not the biggest issue, I don't feel. But yeah, it was kind of odd. It's one, I but said also, it's a minor issue. It's not a big one. And it is a movie, oh. but also it is just right at an hour and a half. They could have made it a little bit longer if they wanted to. But I don't know how that worked in with the budget. Or if when they agreed to do the movie, they had a set time frame they had to make it in by. I don't know those details, but nope. potential things to think about. Maybe possibly. the manga does it better. I don't know. Maybe. We'll I mean, the manga is only two volumes as well. So it's probably, what, like 16 to 20 chapters? Um, but yeah, uh, anyway, 
So uh, we'll get in, I guess, to the main game now, unless there's anything you want to add from before. I, I assume between. you have the play-by-play. I do not, because because I had not seen this before, and I didn't want to have to keep pausing and taking notes. So well, I do okay. not have the play-by-play this time. That's I want that's, to that's enjoy fine. it. I do that's have the, the Wikia page of the game open, I believe. Yes. I mean, if we're still talking about complaints about like the actual like game, I mm-hmm. I, I, mean, I don't know if this would. I, I think I'll just wait till the end. Go ahead, go ahead and talk about the actual game. All right, Let's so yeah, we'll get there. It. It's all at the stadium. Everyone's all like, "Ooh, flashy graphics!" Ooh, and uh, the stadium was really beautiful. I know we said that. Oh, already, but I want to bring attention to it again. It was really nice. It's mm-hmm. such a jump from like the Winter Cup to like this big stadium. It's like, how did you guys even afford this? Um, yeah, I don't. I feel like they may have just like let them have it because they established. I think uh, I think it was Cog. Was it was it Cogami or was it one of the random Sayrin members in the stand that made the comment of like, uh, "Oh wow, like this stadium is packed for like a random like street ball rematch." And, uh, and everyone's like, "Yeah, they, these Americans assaulted Japan, you know." Yeah, they're like they insulted hurt. every Japanese basketball player exactly. in existence. Like people are here to see them get taken down. Like I, I, so that would have been see, that would have been the perfect line to bring back every single character who's ever played. Like they even though like a good really chunk of them. I wanted uh, to see Kuroko's like old friend from like That would have been nice before. if he was there. Um there was Apparently, one oh, uh, here, Here's another fun fact. Um uh, my Mayuzumi, uh you know the guy who was on uh, uh, Akashi. Yeah, I was about to say that character. too. I noticed that. Are oh, you about to say it? Yeah, apparently in the movie he appears to spectate the match and comments on it. So I guess that does not happen in the manga. And also yeah. Nebuya, Hayama, and Mibuchi, the three uncrowned kings on Akashi's yeah. team, watch the match yeah. on TV. But in the manga they are present in the stadium. I'm sorry. In the manga okay. they watch it on TV. In the movie they watch it in the or stadium. The stadium. Extra game is the manga. Last game is the movie. That's so weird. Why yes. not just? Why not just do it differently? Why the hell? I don't know. Another um, complaint about this movie! Um, yeah, ah! so, uh, we see all the members of Sayrin here, and we essentially see most of the members from the other, like, main teams. We don't well, see all I, of them. I, 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 no, um, no, 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 no. We're missing one person who is in America getting treatment on his leg. But we see him. We see, we see him, him when Hugo calls him to get information. He's like, oh, yeah, I've heard about them. Because he's in America getting the surgery done on his leg. Oh, I uh, thought we, you meant for, like, the match that we see them there. For oh, the no, match. no, just, I meant we see them all in the movie at some point. Oh, yeah, we do much. see them all in the movie, yep. Because we see all the old captains as part of Team Starkey, and then we see most of the rest of the bench team in the stands watching their Generation of Miracles players. And, and um, it yeah, it would have been so nice to see Kuroko's friend. The, it would have been so nice to just bring back, like, all the teams they fought, like, even the minor characters, just for, like, appearances in the movie for the, that Even scene. the they don't big have to guy lines. from Africa who thought Kuroko yes. was a child? yes. All the characters. They don't have to talk. They're just all there. Just, just like see there. them in the stands. It would have yeah, been, it it been, been nice. nice. It would have been nice. It would have been like a good callback to like the anime. And even you know, the other uncrowned like king, uh, the one that we really hate, Hizaki. Yeah, he should have been there, too. there. You know, He insulted. He insulted even that guy who used to be on the Generation of Miracles. I mean, yeah. I don't know if we ever talked about it during season three, but we had that scene where he's like, he says he hates basketball, and then he has the, the shoes over, like the trash he's about the throne, but he decides mm-hmm. not to, showing that he yeah. still likes basketball. So he should yeah. have been there to defend his honor in a yeah. sense, you know? I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I'm getting worked up over such a small detail, but it would just been nice to see. No, personally. I agree. It would have been nice because they are Japanese basketball players who very much would have been offended by what Jabberwock did. Um, it may have just been animation budget. It was would have been easier just to draw like 
random people as opposed to making sure you have the right people there. I don't know. We, we're not. We're not. We're not smart in those ways, Condor. Um, uh, I would. I would. I would have been like, put screw the money, put it in the budget right now. We want to be fans. We want to make fans. It's little things. IG people things. details matter. A lot um, of the thing reasons why I love Legends Arceus is for the small little factors of life things mm -hmm. and you could do that for a movie by adding references to characters throughout the whole series right right hell put the coaches no. in there too watching come on mm -hmm. all the characters would have been cool exactly cool uh yeah, yeah but oh man yeah so we we get started with this match and uh it starts off pretty evenly matched um the first quarter nothing really happens they just kind of like trade some score baskets here and there it it starts with the generation of miracles aka the five people excluding kuroko and kagami out in the front and they they do end up like taking the lead in the first quarter i think it was uh, like yeah. what 20 to 16 or something yes i have the page first quarter ends with the score 20 16 vorpal are in the lead i just i forgot that i didn't remember that i can't believe um it. and then the uh they have the break and then they uh yeah, so then we got the break, and the audience is cheering on uh, that they are doing a three-on-one. Uh, wait, no, hold on. Take your time, no rush. Sorry, I got I, I misread something, and now I'm like, wait, hold up, make sure I read that right. Uh, da -da -da -da. Okay, yeah, so they're they're cheering on the Generation of Miracles because they're like in the lead or whatever. Um, but Jabberwock starts making that comeback, you know, uh, and everyone. Uh, would normally get discouraged at this point. This is when, like, when people would play against the Generation of Miracles, they'd be like, we have no chance. Oh, man, we're going to lose. But the fact that the Generation of Miracles, they're like, nah, we can do this. And even, I think, Almine has a quote where he says, like, these are the type of people he loves to play against or something like that because he can go all out without worrying about anything. Um, yeah, but they're all sweating hard after the first quarter. Oh, they're yeah, they're they're worn out. Like, this is the... I think even Mamoy even says, like, this is the first time I've ever seen them tired. Like... She's like, I've never seen them tired at all after playing. And like, this is like the end of the first period and they're all like panting and like breathing heavy and whatnot. Um, and uh, really after the break, uh, Gold, who's like their team captain. I think he's the captain of their team. If not, Nash, he should be. So they, yeah, I, Nash so I Gold. Think they said, I think they said that uh, it was like during one of the quarters. I think it was Rico who said it. Or someone, or maybe it was Midorima. I don't remember, but they said that they don't have a captain, but they're all very really good at making the right calls for like. Oh, that was like, Rico. Yeah, she said moments. they don't seem to have a captain or anyone making the plays. They're all just really smart and no basketball. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so yeah, they just they just know what the, to do instinctually. That's right. Classic Americans. Just always play basketball on the street. Um, but uh, yeah. So then the second quarter like officially begins. Uh, and we had a little more happens here, but it's really just setting up for how much of a beast uh, Silver is. Uh, Jason That's Silver, right, Jason Silver. And did you know, yep. Falcon, that his motto is, I have never thought. Classic <laughs> American quote. Classic <laughs> I mean, it really is. Right here on the Wikia. His favorite food <laughs> is steak. His specialty is fisticuffs. His motto is, I have never thought. Wow. Come on, Silver. Um, but he's he's the team center, and really, like the majority of the matches, them just trying to find out how to break break past Silver because they just uh, Maurice Lacabar has always been great at stopping people, but Silver's stronger, so he can't stop Silver all the way. Uh, 
Almine is not fast enough to really break past him. Like it really just a lot of this like period them trying to figure out how to how to take down Silver. Um uh, and he's probably one of the worst the worst personality wise. Uh it says here he refers to himself as the almighty me, which I don't remember him saying in the movie, but maybe that that was just like a mistranslation when they translated it. Um but uh yeah, he he thinks he's just the best thing ever. But if you're the best thing ever, you wanted to be playing street ball, you'd be in the NBA. Come on, person. Get with it. Stupid um, Americans. Stupid. Uh yeah. Ah! Stupid Americans. Ah, we're the worst. Ah, um, he just starts like mocking Marisa Kabar and Almine in particular for not being able to stop him. Uh they even go to start like two teaming him with Kisei and Almine. Um and this is when they finally pull out uh Mitarima because they realize that like while Mitarima can make threes, they they can't break past these people to get the ball to Mitarima to make threes. So they need to have a stronger like inside. So they pull in uh Kagami. Uh because he's he's better, you know, up close and personal than you know Mitarima. And they also pull out Akashi too, I think, and throw in Kuroko to get the passes going, I think. Um, they did a lot of like switches in like oh, yeah. I, I was kinda hard to keep up but with. But never uh, with the three bench play. <laughs> No, well, obviously, no, no offense to them, but you know, all of yeah, them are kind no, of better. I mean, we already established like they're all great, but it's kind of like you've got the generation of miracles struggling here. Like, I, if you really think about it, Hugo's good at making threes, and like, here, Hugo's good at making threes, yeah, but here's freaking Midorima who can make a three literally from the other end of the court, so you really don't yeah. need Hugo for anything. And I, I don't, what is it? What is the other guy? What is freaking uh. What is uh Takao is the one that could see like the whole yeah, field. The, yeah, so, but you have Akashi, can do Akashi that. with the Emperor yeah. eye. And then what's the other guy? He's just really tall. Well, here's Murasaki Bara with his freaking, you know, uh, Thor's yeah, hammer uh, or whatever. Wakamatsu. The heck yeah, it was Waka. I was like, shoot, I forgot who it was, but yeah, Wakamatsu. He, he's like really tall, but like uh freaking meter uh, freaking Murasaki Bara is just like tall and he has like the 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 Thor mm. ability. I don't I forget what it's called. I call it Thor's hammer. I don't think it's that. There's whirlwind. I don't know. So there's really no point even switching them in. They're just yeah. like, no offense to them, but they're just an inferior version to the generation of miracles. But that's why they're there. There's just a case of like something bad happens. They're there so, if like someone like goes down hard and they have to have a replacement or which someone does gets happen. fouled out. But like mm-hmm. that's not, they have seven main people and then three bench right. players. So it's kind of like there's no point. Right. I guess. I mean, it's still nice just to, just to be on the safe side. So I, I guess I can appreciate that. You know. Yeah. Better to be prepared yeah. than not to be prepared, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's during the second quarter that this happens. Uh, yeah. So the second quarter uh, is what I really like is it finally gives Marisa Kabara some good like character development. Oh, I think um, it was, no, it was towards the end. It was towards the end. The second half. This was before mean. Akashi. Uh, yeah, his was before Akashi. Akashi's was like the last quarter. And I remember, I know what you're talking about, but you forgot, the third one. you forgot Kisei. Oh yeah, Kisei was that. You're right. Kisei he was went into the quarter, zone. Kabara was third, and then Akashi was fourth. Yeah, he right. went into the zone, my dude. He, yeah, he realized the only way they had at uh, stopping Silver at this point was if he just went all out. So he's using zone and perfect copy at the same time. But the actual like, whoa, piece. he can do it at the same time. And uh, Minarima just immediately is like, "Yeah, he's only going to last a couple minutes, and then he's done." Like. He's literally taking himself out of the game for us to try to figure out how to get past Silver and to catch up some points. Uh, so you just see like Kisei like finally keeping up with Silver, and Silver is like, "Whoa, what's up with this blonde dude? Uh, this monkey's being crazy." Because uh, you know sometimes that just happens. Uh, and uh, 
they finally start catching up on the points a little bit. Kuroko's there, and they're all like, huh, it's that kid who came. Oh, yeah, because we didn't talk about when Kuroko went to the bar to, like, tell them they're idiots and to stop disrespecting So basically, basketball. because uh, Rico's dad told them to stay, he's paying out of yeah. pocket to have them, and they all party at Japanese clubs, you know? And they so, like, cause trouble there. at the Japanese clubs. Yep, they um, do. Classic Americans. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so sidetracking, Kuroko followed uh, Kagitora, who's Rico's dad, and... Uh, wanted to like call them out and they're like oh look at this oh why don't you go home to your mom she'll be mad that you're here and he's like no i'm playing against you all tomorrow they're like what are you talking about and then they're just like japan's making us play against little kids now oh this is like just insulting him and the, the thing i like about this is we've seen kuroko annoyed before but even when he's like annoyed or mad he just looked serious and he would just tell you that he was mad this is the yeah. first time we ever see him actually like Angry eyes, eyebrows furrowed down, like frown on his face. Especially mad. the part where Murasaki Bara got injured in the game. Oh, Ooh, yeah, it was Kill somebody. I was like, oh my god, no, it's bad. <laughs> when Kuroko, of all people, who's normally is like, don't worry, I'm mad, is like, I'm mad. Like, oh crap, oh, like, I'm so mad. Oh. But yeah, uh, he gets it on the field, and they're like, oh look, it's the little kid. He wasn't like, he is playing. Uh, he does some like cool passes and he does the ignite past Kai. I think like his first move to like Almine or somebody. Uh, he did. I remember it wasn't Kagami because I remember if it was Kagami, it would have been like, oh, the classic double team. I think he does it to Almine because Almine was like right by the basket. Um, but uh, yeah, so they they do that. But yeah, Kisei just kind of goes all out. He's just scoring on Silver and Silver's not like getting decimated. He's still being able to keep up with him, but Kisei's able to at least get past him. And then yeah, like. Uh, he does it the last like two or three minutes of the second quarter. No, no, real uh, quick, real quick, real quick. One yeah. of my favorite moments of the movie I really liked. I, f- I forget, was it Almine and Kagami or was it Almine and Kisei? And they double teamed Silver and they were both in the zone. I think it was Kisei and Almine, right? It was Kisei and Almine, yeah. yeah. I love that part. It just was so, so cool to see great. Them, like, all around. And Silver's so like, what the hell are these monkeys doing? Yeah, because they, they uh, get all away from him. It was, it was really great. I really like the start that. of the second period when i think Takal is like well can we use akashi to give at, get everyone in the zone and blow past silver and kagatora is like we could but then they're not going to have stamina to keep up the rest of the game we do that now and we're just done after it it's over like akashi can't keep them going like that for forever so yeah that was the strategy was it was going to try to be almine and kisei in the zone to see if they can break past him and then when that failed kisei is like almine no, it did, know, it, it, it didn't out. fail. It didn't fail. It's just more like Kisei decided, oh yeah, I can just handle them on my own now. So you can they, go do they weren't thing. blowing breaking past him. Uh, they, they were keeping two enough. on him, but the other people were still scoring. So yeah, it was working, but it wasn't working for the other people. So that's why Kisei yeah. was like, "Yo, go cover someone else. I got this guy." Yeah. So you know? I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So it was Nash that said, "You can either stop Silver, but not the other three. You can stop the other three, but not Silver." Um, and so, uh, they realize after the one guy kind of steals, he gets like barrier jumper kind of move or something similar. Yeah. Um, he did the exact same thing as the yeah. barrier jumper. And I'm like, okay, uh, I guess at this point, uh, so, yeah. Out of so then, uh, moves. yeah, Kisei tells Almina he's got to save his stamina. So Almina pops out of the zone and he goes to cover the guy who just made the three pointer. Um, and, uh, then Kisei, she's like, all right, I'm going all out. And then he just kind of, I really like it a lot. It's just. He's finally being able to break past Silver by himself, but Silver is still able to keep up. So it's still not Kisei's like decimating him or anything, but it's just really cool to see Kisei finally like flowing past yeah. this dude. Kisei, honestly, at that moment, literally Kisei was probably the greatest basketball player at all time with the perfect. Out of the Generation of Miracles, he is. 
He very I, I much is. Yeah. He probably could be um, the best character now out of like Generation of Miracles with that power, but only for a few minutes. You know, overall, you'll burn out very fast. Yeah, I mean, they're still so. they're still kids. Their stamina is not where it should be to do that very often. Um, yeah, yeah, just like the eighteen so, year olds are fighting, they're totally kids and not thirty year olds. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they are a little bit older, so they would probably have more stamina because they've probably been playing longer and doing more, like that sort of thing. But still, like it, it's not you know infinite either. Um, but yeah, so then Kise at the end of the, the second quarter pretty much is just done. So yeah, he's, he's done. Out. He's, he's never back uh, in the game, which is sad, but you know, he yeah, did his part. Um, but he did his part to help out. Uh, I'm trying to see. Uh, the second quarter ends uh, with the score of 36 to 40. So he was able to get them up to just four points behind. Yeah, they um, lost their lead and they ended up, you know, being behind of those points. So it was a four point to the American team. Uh, and then. Uh, Silver gets really mad in venting about how you can't believe he let these monkeys score that much on him. Um, and how the, the lead should be uh, the lead should be higher or whatever. And they're like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. Like, we'll, we'll get and back. Like, no deal. Shut up, Silver, right now. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. He literally tells like, him to calm yeah, down. Or you know, Silver's kind of like, like always cool. mad. It's so weird that Nash could calm him down so easily. Who is Nash exactly? Because it was the hmm. mysterious feeling like, ooh. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't really care. <clears throat> How about we talk about the other three characters? No? Okay. <laughs> oh, the ones who don't even have their names mentioned in the show? <laughs> Take that back. One did. Uh, shoot, which one was it? Uh, there is one they actually call Zach. They passed like, Zach, and they passed it him. I was like, so that guy's name is Zach. I might as well just say it right now. <laughs> the other two didn't even have it mentioned. I might as well say right now one of my biggest complaints about the movie is the anime. So in the anime, uh, during the games, we would always got like a backstory or like a, a like yeah. a little thing on like every single character, you know, mm -hmm. on like the team, like every single character. Like it doesn't right. matter. I may I may forget their names, but at least we got that little backstory. But that did not happen for the American team. It only happened for Nash and Silver. The other three, who's even though you said Zach, Alex, or whatever, I don't know, I don't know their names. We didn't get anything about them. And I'm really yeah. sad about that because I really, that's one of the things I really like, you know? I just like seeing, like, all the team members, like, you know, with their ideals fighting against each other, you know? Mm -hmm. And we don't get that. We only get that for two of the American team. Maybe, I don't know if that to do with the time constraint for the movie or anything. I don't know if it's like that in the manga or anything, but uh, I, I just didn't I really think like it's that. it's that way in the manga. Um, I did see some people say that, like, uh, they, they just think Fujitora didn't have the time to, like, give them backstories. Um Maybe, that was the point too. Maybe they were just supposed to be like super unlikable, so he didn't feel like giving them a backstory to like try to make it seem reasonable. I mean, yeah, uh, they cut, they laughed, they laughed at like all the monkey jokes, but they were just they seemed kind of like chill about like everything uh, else. Yeah. They didn't really like make any mean comments on their own. Yeah, it, it kind of to me like seemed Nash like and Silver. It seemed like Nash and Silver were like the ringleaders. They were just kind of along for the ride. Like I feel like they might yeah. not be like that like terrible people themselves, but they also Probably don't really not. try to like stop them from making all these like terrible decisions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess one thing to, to mention while we've brought them up is everybody on their team is named after like a medal. Um, so we've got Nash Gold, Gold, Jason Silver, Junior. Silver, Junior. Don't forget Junior. the Junior. Yeah, Nashville Junior. My bad. He's tiny. Um, and then the others' names are Zach, which we think is reference to zinc. Uh, and then there's Nick, which is nickel, and then Alan for aluminum. Um, they 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 literally don't even have last names. We just got a first name for them. That's how little they they matter. Um, they're pretty much just there to have a full team of people. Okay, imagine no, imagine their last names were like Nick and Nickel, Alan Aluminum, and Zach Zinc. 
<laughs> wow, that would have been terrible. That, that um, is now officially their canon last names. We have dubbed the canon of Kuroko mm-hmm. Basketball. You're all welcome. Now you can all refer to them yes. by their proper last names. Alan Aluminum, man, best player on the team. <laughs> Alan Aluminum, Zach Zink, and and uh, Nick Nickel. There we go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, uh, I agree with the whole teammate. Like, like yeah, because that's one of the like, big things. About I very, that's part of what like. I like about Kuroko is we exactly. even like a lot of the random members on the other team. We see them play more, even if they're not like one of the main members. We see that they've got some special skill that helps the team, even if they only use it once or twice and then get shut down. Like, but we have the backstory for a lot of people. And we get to kind of figure out how they, you know, like you see think their ideals, kind of their convictions. And we yeah. see how they think. Yeah, exactly. And I really like that. And, about and we don't get that with Jabberwock. They're very much just offensive Americans who don't respect, who are disrespectful, essentially. Uh, but uh, which is a, a little bit of an issue. But also, like, it is a movie. It is an hour and a half. I'm a little bit more leaning on it because we don't I'm have not. like a nope, ton I'm of not. time. Nope. But nope, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm yeah. striking this. I'm striking this because they have done this for all like the major teams every single time in the Winter yeah. Cup. I'm striking this against them. I'm striking it. Sorry. But yeah, but also be a minus all one those point matches were at least two plus hours, and this is an hour and a half. So I mean, like, I can't really fault them. But I'm maybe if they would have cut out like the ten minutes of like Kagami backstory at the beginning, because that's like beneficial but not like super beneficial to the story what they could have done that could have been like 10 minutes of hearing about why nash is a dick they said nothing about these three extra characters they could have literally said they're all just friends who really like basketball and you know they just really they really like they just follow like nash and jason silver because they really like like how they play they could have just said that yeah it could have been like oh they're childhood friends who've kept up by playing street ball all these years could have done that could have done that but they didn't do anything with the three characters nothing and that's that's the that's the Mm -hmm. big complaint a big complaint yeah the funniest thing about these three characters is how we literally just gave them their last names that is literally the only thing Mm -hmm. how i'm going to remember them by now and it's not even a canon thing no that's a made-up thing um but yeah it's canon Um, now i said so so Right, um, but they do say at the end of season, uh, not season, <laughs> season two, uh, period two or quarter two. I don't know why I'm saying periods. Periods are hockey. Quarter is basketball. I apologize. Um, but yeah, uh, at the end of the second quarter, they even say that they don't think Jabberwock's playing full strength yet. Um, so that you know, while it's great, we're only four points behind. That like <laughs> it could be a rough ride going forward. Um, is not playing for full strength, aka only two of their players is not. Yeah. Um, and then even as the third quarter begins, Kise tells Alamini that he the air around Nash has changed and it's different. So you're like, oh, oh no, what's going on? Uh, uh, and then uh, Jabberwock, I think, makes the first score. Yeah, they make the first score of the third quarter. Um, uh, and then he talks, Akashi talks about Gold's passes don't really have any sort of like preliminary movement. He just like hits it. Um, so instead of like where most people, like even Kuroko has to like set up to know where he's going to pass it. Nakashi can be like, oh, it's going here. Nash just has it and then's like there. And it just kind of goes, um, which to me doesn't really make any sense. Let's see. What is the um, weakest say about this? What is the weakest say about this? It's uh, it's the disguising preparatory movements, high speed passes. That's what it's mm-hmm. called. Well, uh, 
Yeah, they make the situation seem like no one can stop Nash's passes at they, all. They have this big like explanation on it. I'm not gonna read it, but yeah. basically, I guess basically he like tricks the people's like eyes or something to like see something when it, it's actually not happening. I mean, it's kind of like when Croker does like the vanishing shot. He essentially does it to where it looks like he shot sooner, but he shoots later. You're like, you know, it's very like it's very much that sort of thing. Well, I guess it wasn't yeah. Croker. Who was it who did that? They had the shot where they. They kind of hit it, and then it would come back, and then they'd hit it again, and it was... The that was that was the guy on Akashi's team. That was the guy on Akashi's yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I forgot his name. The guy uh, who was, like, uh, hitting on Junpei. Oh, yeah, yeah Rio. It was Rio. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I forgot which one. Yeah, he'd be like... I don't uh. like country boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, yeah, I, I essentially... I, I think it's kind of like that, but with passes, he just does it faster to where he kind of, like, tricks them how they... Where they see it going. Yeah, instead of um, shots, it's with a pass. So it's pretty the, cool the, to the, see. It's pretty good to see. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, and this is where we start really focusing on like Nash more than Silver on the team. Yeah, Nash was like the first court the, for the first half. The, the second half is like Nash, all Nash. Yeah. They almost make Silver seem like nothing in the second half, which is something that bothered me a little bit. Like the first half was like, yo, man, we just can't stop Silver. He's a beast. And well, the second well, half no, is like, he's really. there, but Maybe Nash the is the real threat. Murasaki Barra and Silver, you know, Murasaki Barra yeah. getting excited about like finally being able to beat him. So there was that moment with Silver. And then Silver, you know, steps yeah. on Murasaki Barra's leg and injures him, taking him out of the game. He doesn't step on his leg. He kind of like hits him. Um, because uh, they were going up to do oh, a no, it block. was his arm. It was his arm. It wasn't his leg. It was his arm. Yeah, but the that the arm was later. Uh, so they he kind of gets injured like twice. Uh, oh, I thought it was, was it twice or was it once? I thought it was once. Yeah, so the he for the first time he goes up to block a shot, and on their way down the way they fell, Silver bumps into him, and he gets like the cut on his arm or whatever. And he kind of like wipes the cut off his arm, and then the second oh, really? time he falls down, and he, he, he landed on him, and it broke the arm. I thought he did that to Kagami. I'm pretty sure that was Marie Sakabara. I remember he did. He also did something where he crashed into Kagami, making a foul. Yeah, uh, yeah, Kagami fouled him. But yeah, because uh, the way he stopped the shot, Kagami misread it, and Kagami bumped him. Um, but yeah, no, the, it was Marie Sakabara who got his, okay. his arm. Kind of. Like I must up. have missed that. I must um, have missed that part. Um, but yeah, so like Marie Sakabara trying to guard him, and Marie Sakabara has never been able to like not guard anybody. But uh, Silver's just so big. Uh, Murray Chin, uh, not not used to it. Uh, and you, we see some like flashbacks of when he's on Yosin and his old captain. You know, was like, "Hey, like your posture's it, all wrong. Your posture's all wrong. If you had better posture, you'd be able to stop people more efficiently or whatever." And of course, he and doesn't care really because he's like, I, "I can stop people not doing it efficiently." Like, what's the big he's, deal? Yeah, he, now he has um, like someone who he can do his full strength on. And what, yeah. what was it? Was it, uh, was it was it Kisei or was it Akashi who said like, "Oh, maybe the reason why he never did it is because he never wanted to hurt people in the begin the, the, to begin I think with." It was, I think it was Kisei because I think, I think Kisei, Kisei said like, "He's he's never given it full effort," but he said, "I think it's because he was always been worried he's going to hurt people if he like goes all out." He, and he said, "I think this is the first time we're going to see him actually go all out because he's not going to be worried about like accidentally injuring somebody." Um, so we kind of see Marie Sakabara go ask for a hair tie from uh, either Rico or Memorial. That's how you know it's Rico. That's, That's how, how you know, know. he's getting serious. serious. <laughs> I love how he goes over and he's like, I love he's like, Momoi, Rico, could I borrow a hair tie? And they're both just like, what? <laughs> he's like, oh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, he pulls his hair back. He's like, all right, let's go. And we finally see him kind of like block a couple shots from Silver and whatnot. 
he finally gets to go all out. And it, it was kind of nice because he hit Marie, Marie and Akashi are the two characters who really, while we get backstory, we don't get as much growth out of them, especially Akashi, because we only had see him like in the last game of the show, really. Um, to where, and like, that was one of my things about and like, uh, and Albine, like they actually like we get to see them all three seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, where the other two, it's like Marie Sakabara into season two. And then Akashi only season th- end of season three. The, the, you know, the it's second very much... half of season three. The second yeah. half of season three. Yeah. And so it's very much like th- they get some like much needed, I feel like, character development for me. Like, and that no was Akashi... one of the things I wanted. Remember how I said I, mm-hmm. I wanted Murasaki Bar to get some uh, development? And we yeah. got it. We got it a little. It wasn't as much as I wanted, but we still got it. So I no, will it, not complain. It made me like him more. I will not complain. He's still probably my least favorite of the Generation of Miracles. But like, I mean, he's we at least get to see more about him and figure him out a little bit more and kind of how and I know, whatnot. I, I know one of the, probably the biggest complaints for you in this movie, I'm going to call it right now. One of the biggest mm-hmm. complaints for you is me doing I got nothing. He got a little bit of screen time, but yeah, he, he very yeah, much. Was like, I'll never miss any of my shots. Here's my lucky item as he always does when he plays. He really oh, got nothing. I, I love so much when they're like, all right, Marie Sakabara, we're getting you back. Or not Marie Sakabara. Uh, Midorima, we're getting you back in there. We need to start catching some threes to catch up. And he's just like, oh, don't worry. Uh, today's luckiest sign is cancer. And I've got my lucky item. I will not miss. Remote. And like, he's just like. <laughs> and I'm like, I have one against you in my hand right now while I watch this movie. This is so relatable. <laughs> yeah, I love that it was just a TV remote. And when he's playing, he's just like sitting in his chair. <laughs> it's just yeah, but I mean, he, he got all his shots, but like at the same time, you know, he didn't get like any development. Like, if you think no. about it, they got the Kite got the zone. I think Almine got something too. I think he got like the fact of like playing together on a team again and having fun. He, I, I think was, that happened. He, he got to play against the team that he could go all out on, and so he was so, yeah, happy with that. He was really um, happy about that. He didn't really get any development. development. So I guess I mean, because Almine got like development in like the anime, and I guess Midorima too. And like Kisa got his moment to like really shine and show how beast he can be, but then he's out but, the rest of the game. But, but Kisa got Kisa got the zone. Me, a freaking uh, uh, Murasaki Bara got like you know really like he went all out. He understood like the joy of yeah. having a good opponent. And we'll talk about Akashi later. But they all yeah. got something. While I guess Midoriya and Almine didn't. But I, I'm sure you're, you're a little sad. Yeah, I mean, we already had anything. We already had Kisa be in the zone. It was just the first time he used zone and perfect copy together. Um when he just annihilated everybody. Um, but yeah, like that, that's another thing too. I don't really care about Kuroko and Kagami really didn't get a ton of time to shine either. Like they have moments where they do stuff, but they don't really have like a moment. That's like, that was Kuroko's moment for this. That was Kagami's moment for this. It was kind of, more I about mean, it was the nice to see all the, it was like to see all the, the, uh, Kuroko doing all his moves. I think like he did when he did the vanishing shot at the end, yeah. oh, it was so good. And like, I'm not mad that Kuroko didn't get much time to shine because he's very much the support character of the team. So, like, it makes sense that Kuroko doesn't it have this sense, moment yeah. where, like, he's just, like, beast mode having this beast out moment. But Kagami would have been nice. If he, he never had really had that relevance. in the anime. Kuroko was more like having, like, little moments every now and then, kind of like. In yeah, the, it'd in be the like, movie. oh, he learned a new technique, which really threw everybody off. And then it would get to Kagami to do, like, a meteor dunk or something, in, you know, but, like um yeah he had a little few more moments here and there but here we see him pass a few times we see him do the vanishing shot again uh which is nice to see that he still is using it and not just like oh my misdirection doesn't work if i use it kind of ordeal um yeah i kind of wish too we got to see some of the bench players play just a little bit like 
not that they would have had like a moment to shine, but it would have been nice to have seen them on the court doing something. To be fair, so they're they more got, of the exposition characters on the side, commenting they, they, and whatnot. Yeah, they they, they would have gotten decimated though. Oh, they would have gotten decimated one hundred percent. But it would have been nice to have at least like that would have been a bad you could call. try a barrier jumper and get shut down or something. And the, maybe but, if it was a, a game for fun, but this was a very serious game. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I don't think the bench people players cared that they didn't get to play they're just like no, no we gotta beat these guys if we're on the bench the whole time at least um, they can say they're on the team that won yeah right we were on there be like oh but you didn't we get were there played. they did we warmed that bench so good yeah um yeah like they're like do we have players in case we get injured yeah we got bench players don't worry about it <laughs> like it's like all right um but yeah so uh then uh uh, we have really just a lot of time with Murray Sakabara trying to shut down Silver, and he does. Uh, he gets uh, knocked down that one time when they jump up, and he his arm gets cut up a little bit. Not a big deal. He's fine. Uh, and then he goes down hard a second time after he just goes out trying to stop something and ends up uh, breaking his arm. And uh, I think Silver laughs at that, I think. He's like, huh, ooh, you got broken or something like that. And it was just like, what? And we kind of like taunts him like he shouldn't have tried to stop him or whatever. That's what he gets. You know, real real jerk asshole move. Um, and then when he gets taken out, they put Akashi back in. Uh, so at that point, I think the team is what it's. Oh, they also pull out Kuroko, I think, and put in Mitarima. So the, the t- so basically, if you just think of it like this, Kisei and Murasaki Bar are out. So it's literally just the remaining five. Kagami, yeah. Mitarima, Almine uh akashi and kuroko that's literally the five at the end but i think they pulled out kuroko right after akashi got pulled out because that's when mitarima comes in i believe yep uh and then they when they swap mitarima out when they're closer to catching up then they put in kuroko again um yeah uh and then like i said they, we do have a little playing but next up is really just giving uh akashi the moments to shine that's right uh, he has a talk end. with his little inner self his other personality I never really cared for Akashi that much, just but it's always because I felt like he was just kind of there, and even his backstory was just like he couldn't handle the pressure. He didn't know what to do, so he uh, just has this alter ego now. Like I felt it was just kind of weird. Um, I really kinda... like it. I thought it's really cool. Like thinking on, it, I think I really like Akashi. I remember I liked him a lot more the second time I watched it when I watched it the first time a long time ago. So mm-hmm. I really liked that we got a lot of good Akashi moments, especially he got to like, you know, we still see that his alternate other self is there. You know, yeah. he got to, we get to see the alternate self come in, be like, I am God emperor. I, and stuff yeah. like that. We got to see that again, you know, mm-hmm. it's really nice, but there's something really sad happening. She, oh, yeah. So I really, I really like how they handled Akashi. Cause we start off and he's not his like, dick persona emperor self he's just he's the kind. akashi yep. he's he's the nice caring like team weight working akashi but when they start playing they're getting decimated he has like a talk with his inner self like hey man i'm gonna need you here uh, and i like how the inner self was like oh but everyone hates me like they you know they're not gonna want me to be healthy like no everyone everyone's cool that they've forgiven you like but we we need you to like score here and like really help out and so he's like well all right and everyone notices like the the personality or like the kind of like aura shift around them and they they get the serious akashi's out and i did like after like getting shut down and he first like brings out uh you know orange akashi and he's just like i am i am absolute and just like does the ankle breaker on silver and's like you will do what i say you know like like another 
So another difference between the manga and the anime is apparently Akashi informing everyone of his other self-servicing during the match. However, then in parentheses, it says, however, in the movie, it looks like he did it off screen since all his teammates, Takao, Wakamatsu, Hyuga, and even Izuki, Kagane, and Mitobe are aware of Akashi's other personality and were able to distinguish them when he woke up during the game. Yeah. We saw in the movie, like, they immediately knew. So I guess in the manga, they were like, oh, shit, it's getting real now. (laughs) I guess in the the manga, they didn't know, but in the anime, they just made it easier. So, yeah, he's back. Yeah. He do Um, be back. yeah. Yeah, when he first just, like, shut Silver down with the angle breaker, he's like, all right. My commands are absolute. You'll do as I say. And like he just starts going. It was it was kind of nice to see that side of Akashi come back out to where before oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't really care for it in season three. But when he's now you like, like it because it's on our side. Now, that was because yeah, it's I on mean, our side. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. And it also too is like I never like hated Akashi, but I never thought he was like super intriguing. But like the fact that like we just hate Jab, they they do such a good job at making us hate Jabberwock so much. It's kind of fun just to see him. Like no no no, hey. you're listening to me now. Like it's very Ak- much just like Akashi all right. got Akashi got the top pole and the third pole for Kuriko for a reason. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, it was just before the last game too. But you know it's, it's yeah. because of that reason. So hey, I like. But Akashi. it was kind of nice to see that come back again, and then we find out that like he's doing pretty well, and then we find out Nash is like. Huh. You've got the eye, but my eye is better. And then uh, we find out uh, he has they call it the, the belly eye. eye. No, in the uh, in the wiki, it's called the demon eye. Oh, the demon eye sounds cooler. I don't know why they call it belly eye. The demon eye. Yep. Um, Which is basically but, like uh, an even better, a better version of the emperor eye. Yeah, I mean it's like uh, how Takao has the hawk eye to uh, Izuki's eagle eye, um, but. Uh, uh, so yeah, Akashi's not being able to read the future as well as he thinks. Essentially, like I kind of view it as the demon eye or the belial eye can see like one step ahead further. So like if Akashi can see like three moves ahead, the belial eye can see four moves ahead, kind of deal. Um, so they're going, but uh, Akashi's starting to not be as effective as he needs to be, um, which leads to this cool like inner struggle with him to where, uh, you know, like. He's kind of talking, and finally his other self that has the Emperor Eye is like, look, we can't do this. We're not keeping up with him. The but Emperor Eye is not enough, but it's did just... you know that in the movie, Nash's demon eye is blue with yellow and orange circles, but in the manga, Whoa. his eye is blue with white circles? What? That's wow. crazy. This is a fact the fans need to know! It is a fact the fans need to know. Exactly! Um, just like yeah. Zack Zink! But, uh, but yeah, so... uh. Akashi has this cool inner talk like with with his two selves where it's kind of talking about they're not being able to keep up uh but it's because they're not a complete person um and uh so the the kind of dick side of Akashi is like look I gotta go away the only way we even have a shot at like stopping this guy's eye down is if we become one and I I disappear and then you see Akashi like no but we might need you everyone will be sad that you're gone and he kind of has this cool, like, inner monologue to where Akashi finally gets this rid of last his other game, persona. This last yeah. game with everyone was a gift I didn't deserve. Oh, that line was so great. Uh, yeah, and so he's just like, all right, let's go. And then uh, Akashi's eyes are now complete because he's not, like, split between the two selves. Uh, and he kind of just starts uh, going crazy. Uh, That's right. A little bit. Even uh, becomes even better. That's right. Uh, which We're already at the last great. quarter at this point. Yep, and, close and to the uh, end. this is, I think, is when uh, they 
uh, is this when they actually pull Miyarima again? Uh, no, no, no. He was already in. Oh, yeah, because at this they're... point, Murasaki Bar and Kisei were both injured, so that's just the other five. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, Miyarima's in, and they're they're passing him threes. But the people are like, huh, you can't get threes if we stop you. And then I love it. We just see Takao on the bench. He's like, there's one way we can get past this. And uh, Hugo's like, how? And Takao's like, ah. But if they do this, my pride's going to be hurt. And he does like the the shot from season three where uh, he just goes to shoot. And everyone's like, what's he doing? He gets like already jumping. Like, he doesn't have the ball. What's Glasses the guy doing? And then we just see Akashi pass the ball into his hand and he makes the shot. And then Takao's like, I thought I'd be mad that he's did my move. But I'm kind of happy cool. it worked. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like. They just started doing that some, and Mitarim was like, I told you, I will not miss. And like, he just keeps going. Um, but yeah, so they, they end up catching up. Uh, and uh, was it Croco? Uh, yeah, uh, they, they kind of, Croco sets up the shot for Kagami to do the final alley-oop at the end. Um, thus them... Uh, Winning the game, 92-91. That's um, right. It was a one-point difference. Yep. Which brings uh, me to my next difference between the uh, – the, well, my next difference is apparently mm-hmm. after losing, Silver was asking for a rematch, saying it was just a fluke. But Nash tells him that he is saying is a disgraceful. Those who win are the strongest. So I mean, he's kind of right a little bit. Silver was being a little baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I think Silver's my least favorite on the team because, like, he very much just seems like that guy who nothing's ever his fault. He's either the yeah, best I like, or it was I like somebody Al else's fault why he wasn't the best. Um, yeah. Uh, Alan Olivia yeah, was my favorite. I liked the match a lot. I do think it would have been heightened if we got to learn more about Jabberwock. Uh, or at least, like, even if it wasn't, like, Nash and Silver, if it was just, like, one of them. Um, but, yeah, we don't – they're just, you know – the asshole Americans it who, was, are, who are it there was to be game. bad people. The game was really hype. It was definitely hype, and the moments were very good. I will definitely yeah, say I don't, that. It's definitely not my favorite game out of the whole series. I still think – I like totally it better not. than a lot of the games from Season 1, but a lot of the games from Season 2 and 3 I think are still far better. But also we had those over like six to eight episodes each. You know, like like the final Rock on match is like, what, 11 episodes Last, long? Like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, like we had more time to develop those out and whatnot. But obviously, so, like the animation yeah. for the movie was a lot better. So we got oh, to see like yeah, this animation, animation budget was insane. Like let's insane be real, insane. Um, insane. Yep. Uh, so I'm not complaining. It, it was very nice to look at. Um, In my personal opinion the... about the game, uh, you know, it was good. It was good. You know, but you know, it just felt uh kind of like fan for service. <laughs> I mean, it pretty much was the the story ended up ended at volume thirty of the manga, and this I mean, it was called extra game in the manga. So like this very much like I'll give everybody one final you know another game. It's it's the extra game of the series. Um, cause the the main point of the series was getting the generation of miracles to realize you have to have teams for basketball that it's not just going to be you your prodiginess can't win everything for you play the game how you should play the game. Um, and we, we accomplished that in the season three. He's beaten everybody, proved that his style of basketball with teamwork is better than theirs. And they all have acknowledged and accepted that, you know, the war between them is now over. Um, so this was just like an extra game to get them together, to play together again, uh, mm-hmm. which is something a lot of fans have been asking for. Um, it was true. And it, it was, was true. fun. Yeah. It was but, fun. Uh, yeah. Was fun. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I'm cool with the fan servicey movie at the end. Like that's not really oh, a yeah. huge oh, deal. Yeah. 
because uh, my point of view, even if it sucked really bad, I still have the rest of the original story and go, well, that was just extra. You don't have to watch that. It doesn't really matter. But they uh, ruined my characters, Falcon! Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, Anyway, yeah. I mean, After the game, they uh, be happy with all the other people. He's supposed to hate them. I know, right? Oh my god. Um, yeah, after the game, they have a party. We see Kagatori getting drunk and telling everyone to drink up, and they're like, "But we're all underage. Like, that have juice or something." Uh, but uh, they're all they're all partying that they they beat those jerk Americans, prove that Japanese people aren't just monkeys, and they're actually good at basketball. And uh, monkey. Uh, then uh, all the, for some reason, all the Saren team is there, and they're like. Why are we supposed to be here? We weren't on the team, and they're like, "Oh, Kagami has something to tell us. He, we're supposed oh, to be here." Wait, real quick, something else. The 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 manga and anime difference. Here we go. This is a fun one. I actually, okay. this is kind of cool. So the manga does not show uh, whether the Jabberwock paid Kagetora for losing their bet after the match because remember there was the bet at the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah. However, apparently in the Blu-ray to DVD, there was an OVA episode called Kirko Basket Last Game NG Shoe showing that after the loss of Jabberwock did not have enough money for the plane. So they spent, because they spent everything in Japanese clubs. And it's just like, and it's just like, and then it's like, uh, apparently it shows later that Nash is standing at the head of a raft with his teammates paddling across home. So it looks like oh, they, that's they a reference because they did say if you all lose, you have to paddle your little raft back to America or whatever. Yeah, so, so apparently nice that happened. Back to that. This is a callback uh, to that. So there we go. That was apparently yeah. like a, an OVA in the the Blu-ray of the movie. So that maybe if we ever what? get it, Netflix to release them on like DVDs or something. Because I know they do that sometimes with some of their shows. They'll release it in store. So if we ever get that to happen for this, maybe they'll they'll put that on there. I know um, I, it'd be cool if they did it like the Disney Plus approach, where like they have like the the extras and you could like watch the extra scenes. Right, right. Cool if Netflix did it that way, but I guess not. You never know. Um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. But they uh, then uh, Kagami is like, "Yo, Sayreen, let's go outside." And uh, we find out the call from Alex at the beginning that we saw and the reason for his backstory was that there's a like really great American school at basketball who's wanting Kagami to be on their team. And uh, he has accepted. And so he is going to be leaving Sayring to go back to America because his dream Which is to be is in the NBA. another difference in the manga and the anime. Because in the manga, he stays with Sayring, apparently. It says uh, it right you. here. It, it says it right here. In the end, Kagami leaves for America while in the extra game, he remains in Sayring. Another change in the mm-hmm. timeline. It makes you wonder which one's canon, or if they're neither one of them are supposed to be canon, and just pick which I would one say you prefer. Origi- I would say the original source material, probably. I, I kind of like that he leaves though, because after I that, I uh, uh, after like part of me was like, "No, you can't break them up," and then my other thought is like, "Well, Saren's really going to struggle next year for the Winter Cup because Kagami was like their powerhouse, and they lost yeah. Pepe, who was like their next powerhouse." So- it's like Kuroko's great, but Kuroko has to have somebody who can like balance well with them to like be super effective. Um, but uh, yeah, we find out too that the the Generation of Miracles walks out. They had a feeling something was going down, so they kind of like were lurking just far enough away they weren't seen, but they could still hear. Um, and uh, I love how like he's he's worried they're all going to be upset, and I think it was Hugo's like, "You idiot! You think we wouldn't support you for like?" They're like, "Yeah, we're bummed you're leaving, but like you go do you like you know." accomplish your basketball dreams we'll be fine uh and then even the generation of miracles are like wow sounds great you know and they're like well we're bummed we won't play you right away like eh, maybe in the future we'll get to run into you uh and then we see uh 
to say you're in team, wish him good luck at the, the airport. And then he, he has to run to tell Kuroko it's only because of him. He could be that strong. That, uh, that, that was very emotional. That stronger. I was, I, I was fighting back tears personally. It was, it was a Aww. touching heartfelt moment. Yeah, it was very touching. It was very emotional. I really liked uh, it. I really, I obviously at this point in the movie, this is all not in the manga considering mm-hmm. Kagami decided to stay with Sabrina, but right. they did. It's a really nice touch. I really liked it. How yeah, like, Kagami uh, was very thankful to Kuroko for mm-hmm. like getting him this far. Cause remember in the beginning of the anime, Kagami was kind of like an asshole. A classic American, classic you know? American. You know, he kind of yeah. learned like the ways of teamwork and everything, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, so it was thanks to Kuroko. So he like he was crying and like really thankful. I wish they hugged. I wish they hugged. Yeah, and Kuroko tells Kagami too after he thanks him. He tells him like, "We're not done yet. Keep moving forward. We'll we'll play again someday or something similar to that." Um, and then we in, we see the generation of miracles is also at the airport, but they're like on a bench outside, like too cool to actually say goodbye to him in person. And so they're all just like chilling around this bench and they see the plane like take off. And Almine is like, you know what? Screw it. I want to be in the NBA too. And then Mitarima's like, well, duh. I think we all have that plan. Like just we'll all take different paths to get there. And then Akashi's like, yeah, well, we all love basketball, right? We'll play against him again someday. Um, which I like this setup more because like, well, Kuroko's done. If the author ever wanted to come back and make more Kuroko, he can make it like, when they're adults, they've all somehow made it to the NBA and they're all on different combinations of teams. It could be fun if he ever wanted to revisit it. I doubt it's, he would. That sounds more fan service. Like, oh, movie. it totally no, does. But, like, oh my God. I kind of like the premise of just like, oh, there potentially could be something one day. I mean, like last game, they partnered with the NBA to like promote the movie, which still like you know, weirds me out. But like, you know, I would be okay with doing that under only one circumstance. They make it into like many movies. You know how like Digimon did like all those movies, right? Yeah, like the Digimon they do something try. like yeah. that. They do something like that, and they make it like four movies or something. And you know that's like NBA or something. And it's like it doesn't even have to be like a tournament NBA or anything. Stuff. It could be like oh, Kuroko and Almine ended up on the same team. They're on you know the Spurs. And they're playing against Kisei's team, and he's on the Celtics, you know, or you know, like it would have been like, and it's just like it would well, be fun to see Kuroko and Kagami games, again. But... Yeah, yeah, it would be. Uh, I mean, I think it'd be fun to have different combinations of the so, members. So here's like... what I would see. Here's what I would see. So there would be four movies, right? And it'd be Kuroko mm-hmm. and Kagami together, and they would be fighting the Generation of Miracles again, and their new teams. And here, here's how I see the team. That's gonna be because there's like five people, obviously, from the Generation right. of Miracles. It's gonna be a team with just Kisei. A team with just Almine, a team with just Murasaki Bar, and then Midorima and and uh, Akashi together on a team because they work really well together. So, and that would be like the final movie, obviously those two together. Because if you really think about it, Akashi was like the big they bad. They pair up very well. Yeah, that, that was the big bad, and and for Midorima, his shots are really good, and you know they have like the unwavering trust, and mm-hmm. like they kind of also tied with Seirin. At right. the beginning as well, and one of the times for like to get into the Winter Cup. So I feel like those two would be like the final movie as well. So I, yeah, I, tell I think it, like Tokyo is the only team Sayurin didn't beat because they got that tie the second time they played against them. For it's the Winter probably Cup. never going to happen, but this is this is what I would literally love to see about it. Yeah, I think, I think if moving forward, that would be how I'd like it. It doesn't have to be like a main series, but if it was just raining, like, hey, we have a couple movies. And like, even if each generation of Miracles didn't have their own team, if it was like Almine and Midorima, not Midorima, Almine and Marisa Kabara are on a team. And then, like, you said Akashi and Midorima. And then, like, you just have a team with uh, Kisei by himself. Uh, even if they paired up, like, one of the Uncrowned Kings or something that became, like, a pro player as well. And, like, they were with, like, Kisei. That could be even Yeah, fun. bring back some of the characters. Um, yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, oh! Or, somehow, it's 
Kisei, but he's with Kuroko's friend uh, who got him into basketball in the first place. And he somehow oh, got yeah? him really good. And we have like a match between like Kuroko and him playing. That could even be a fun. A fun and then the guy too. from Africa is there too, because why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, maybe. But yeah, that's that's pretty much hey, the movie. I really again. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I I very much have issues with how they did some things, but I also acknowledge it's a movie. It's fan service. You know, it, yeah. I'm glad we got it. I'd rather have so here, it how we got it than take. not have it. Here is my take on the movie. Are All you right. ready for my take? I'm on ready for your take. This is this is going to be controversial. Okay. It was not a good conclusion to the series, but it was a good movie overall that added a lot to the series. I like how the season three ended better. Especially with like the birthday episode and everything. I like that better than like the whole movie. But it was still a good movie that was good for like fan service, but I just feel like it didn't like wrap up the series well at all. Yeah. That's so take on the movie. it was still good. Don't get me wrong. It was a good movie. Yeah, I think if I think if I were to want to watch Kuroko, I'm not gonna choose the movie as my first thing to watch. I would choose oh, no. to watch the other seasons before the movie. That being said, I don't think the movie is bad at all. But no, no I agree, like the the third season we finally get rid of the generation of miracles. We had the birthday episode where they're all we see they're all like friendly and cordial with each other. I, I just um, feel like that's a good conclusion. Yeah, it, it's it's more of a I feel like it's a better wrap up to where here they had it as like a fan service game until you see the generation of miracles play together again uh with Kuroko and Kagami, which is something fans have been wanting for a while. Um and then they set it up to where if they ever wanted to do more, they could do more. Um, but I also doubt it. I mean, the movie is literally called last game. Like I doubt we're going to see anything in the future, but I do like that. It set it up to where they still all have these plans to go pro to where if in the future, they ever wanted to revisit it. They could revisit the series with them as pro players. Um, but yeah, uh, that's about it, but I guess we should, uh, we've kind of given our takes. So I guess we should rate it and move on. Okay. This episode. Do you want to uh, go first? Sure, I'll go first. Uh, so I've, I've said numerous times over the podcast that Kuroko is in my top two favorite anime shows. It rotates depending on my mood for the day. Um, I've rated, <laughs> I mean, honestly, between this and I'm Clonade, just so it just depends. Like, it, today I am in a Clonade mood. Hmm. I mean, honestly. The next day um, I am now Kuroko. Hmm. I am suddenly a basketball yeah. player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I mean, I gave every season of the main show a 10 because I just, I love everything about it. The movie, now, I will not give a 10. It is not 10 material oh, as much no. as I hate to say it. Oh. Oh, there's the Jabberwock, they did a good job of making me hate them, but they did that by just making them assholes. They didn't try to like Classic make me hate American them. Ideas. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of annoying. I don't really like that Team Starkey really got that decimated at the beginning. It's not that important of a detail, but it's something that like I feel like it adds to the they setup. should have scored more because like they weren't that bad of players. Um, but I like what they did. I like we finally got more uh, development with Marie Sakabara and Akashi. I felt it was greatly needed for those two because we didn't really get to spend that much time with them in the show. Um, it was nice seeing like all the fan servicey moments, but I think this is. I'd say this is probably like an 8 out of 10. It, it's a solid movie, but I feel like the main series itself is just the better Kuroko content if you want to watch Kuroko. What about you, Sir Condor? What would you uh, what would you rate this movie? 
All right. So this movie, obviously, I'm going to say not, I'm not going to recommend it for a beginner because it's the end of movie right, right. for end of series. So obviously that question's out. So, uh, you know, the visuals were really nice. The fan service moments were really great. But as I said, it's, I don't really feel like it's a good conclusion to the series. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to see like, you know, oh, yeah, they could go to do NBA stuff. But like at the end of season three, it's like, oh, hey, here they all are. Tepe mm-hmm. went to go get surgery, true, but like Kagami's still here, and we're gonna get ready for the next year for the next Winter Cup, and everything's gonna be hyped. Yeah. Which obviously in the in the manga version, he stayed with Seirin, so mm-hmm. I guess it's like interpretation. While the movie itself, like him going to America to see what Kuroko and him like crying, that's what that was really sweet. But I feel like him staying mm-hmm. would have been better and more suited for it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give this movie a seven out of ten. I'm gonna do one point okay. lower. Nope. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. It was so very enjoyable. That's if a you fair like rating. Kuroko. It was still very enjoyable if you like Kuroko, but uh, personally, there was something that I just didn't like about it. As I mentioned, like not seeing the score, the characters, some of the characters on, ja- on Jabberwock not getting like backstory. And, uh, some of them you know, didn't even get names in the movie. I had to look right. it up on the wiki. <laughs> yes, uh, we, we shall all remember Nick Nicholson, Zach, Zach, Zach Zink, and freaking Alan Aluminum. Those are the characters. Alan Aluminum. Adam Aluminum. So it's just like, you know, it's just, there's a few problems with it that are like different from the anime. I'm not sure if the manga fixes those problems or they just had it made it for the anime. I'm not sure, but I'm giving it a seven. Falcons giving it an eight, and that's our review on it. Yay! We should also mention real quick. I want to mention this: there was a song by Grand Rodeo done. A song it's yes. done at the end called "Glorious Days." That is all we're gonna say. It was pretty good, but not my favorite of the Grand Rodeo Kuroko songs. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Uh, it was it was fun to watch. But yes, this has been our episode on Kuroko. So if you want to keep up with this. Between episodes, we're on Twitter. You can follow us at Bird Bro Pod. We also have a Discord that you can chat with us in. Uh, that link is on the screen for you, video watchers, and is in the episode and podcast description. On join the Discord. You and tell with. us why our opinion on this movie is trash. Go ahead. Yeah, we want to know it. why it's we'll trash. We'll challenge you, and then we'll ban you. We will not ban you, most likely. I will you're ban very you. Offensive. If you're as offensive as Alan Aluminum was, you know, man, that guy had the worst. <laughs> I didn't remember anyway, that bad. Yeah, I know, right? Because he, he did nothing. He sat there and was complacent, <laughs> Condor. He was complacent to all the bullying and nasty things said. I know we Nash said their names. I know we said their names, but I can't like put a a, a picture to them because there's like the two black skinned guys and then there's the one white skinned guy. I don't know who is who. And I don't oh, really you, you don't. Look. You don't have the don't page up. So don't, the white skinned guy's name was Nick. Uh, Alan Aluminum is is the the black guy with the headband, and then Zach is the bald one. But yes, okay, I don't, okay. Why don't I tell you about what we're doing next week? Well, I'm ready to find out what we're doing next week. That's right. That's right. Here we are. You ready? So it was gonna be a big one. Yeah. We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch two seasons of an anime. Okay. Are you ready? Can you guess what anime I'm going to recommend for the podcast? You no. can't because I have not mentioned this at all to you. This no. time, this time, this week, next week, are you ready? No, I'm not, but uh, tell me anyway. We are going to be watching both seasons. I hope you're ready to get your dragon on. I hope you like maids, because we're going to be watching Miss Kobayashi's oh, okay. Dragon Maid, both seasons. What? Both seasons? Oh, no, I'm going to only have time for half a season. This is what this oh, might be oh. This might be bad. Oh, oh do oh, you? No. If you do, we can just do season one. No, it's fine. We can do both seasons. I'm cool with it. Anyway. Okay. This has been our episode on Croco's basketball. Last game, putting a bookend 
on our Kuroko series reviews. The last time we ever talk about Kuroko, last unless time. we mention it, unless we mention it in a in a, like a topic, if we do another topic. Yeah, like if we're talking like another sports show, I could be like, oh, you know, Kuroko. Are we uh, referencing it better? That's right. Yeah. Last time, last, last game, last, last time. I'm going to bed. Good night, everybody. Condor's out. He's going to bed, everybody, <laughs> at 10:30 in the morning. It's kind of crazy, but all right. But yes, this is our episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. Next week, we're going to be talking about some dragons and some maids, or maybe some dragon maids. We hope you all enjoy it. And until then, we're flying out. See you next week.